So a study was done on the things that people worry about. 40% of the worries um, uh, people had never happened. 30% of the things were in the past for which nothing could be done. 12% were needless worries about health. Um, and 10% were petty worries about little things that I parked the car right, that I you know, leave my stuff in the car, that I bring everything from for the seminar. Uh, only 8% of the worries were about something substantial, and of those, 4% were out of their control. So basically what we find is that 96% of what you worry about is a waste of emotion. That's Brian Tracy, and this is The Depression Detox Show. Welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to help you live a happier life. I am your host, Malik Josephs. Happy Thursday. I am thankful for you tuning in with me today as we have author, speaker, and entrepreneur Brian Tracy making his way back on the show to share the three most important ways to eliminate worry and fear. Here's Brian Tracy. Enjoy. Well, let's look at the wor- at the worry buster. Negative imagination is 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 thinking about things we don't want to happen that cause enormous amount enormous amounts of stress and distress. Um, in other words, we worry about things we call it we call it negative imaginations. We're imagining things that we don't even want to happen to happen. So we say, whoops. We say um, so negative imagination. We say worry creates fear which can be described as fantasized experiences appearing real. Fantasized experiences appearing real. Because here's here's some of the discoveries that they've done with regard to worry. Worry is a sustained form of fear caused by indecision. It's a sustained form of fear caused by indecision. In other words, you're not in, you're not out. You do it, you don't do it. And so the only real cure for worry, as we'll come to, is um, decisive action. Get busy, take action, move forward. You see, the mind can only hold one thing at a time, positive or negative. If you get so busy working on your situation, you don't have time to worry anymore. So a study was done on the things that people worry about. 40% of the worries um, uh, people had never happened. 30% of the things were in the past for which nothing could be done. 12% were needless worries about health. Um, and 10% were petty worries about little things that I parked the car right, that I you know, leave my stuff in the car, that I bring everything from for the seminar. Uh, only 8% of the worries were about something substantial, and of those, 4% were out of their control. So basically what we find is that 96% of what you worry about is a waste of emotion. Uh, there's a businessman who never worried about anything, and they uh, said, why don't you worry? He said, I do worry. He said, I worry for one hour every Saturday morning. And what I do during the week is when I think of something that I'm worried about, I write it on a piece of paper, and I put it into this box. And then I don't think about it until Saturday morning. At 9 o'clock on Saturday morning, I go and get out the box, and I just go through all the things I was supposed to worry about during the week. And uh, surprise, surprise, by Saturday morning, 
80, 90% of them have disappeared. So he says, I'm going to worry, just not now. I'm just going to worry. I'm going to have a worry time on Saturday morning. And as a result, it never ends up worrying. And you should do the same thing. Just take a little box or an envelope. Whenever you think of something you're worried about, write it on the envelope and say, I'll have worry time on that later. But you'll notice if you get really busy, you forget to worry. You can be busy all day long and you forget to worry all day long. You think, oh my God. It's 5 o'clock. I haven't worried about that all day. I've got to get some wood on the fire. I've got to get it burning again. I've got to think about it and get myself worked up. So to eliminate worry, live one day at a time. That's one of the great rules. Live one day at a time. Get the facts. Uh, before you start worrying, uh, there's a rule that says, just for today, I will remain calm. Just for today, I will not think about the things that make me upset. Just for today. And anybody can live one day at a time. In Dale Carnegie's famous book, How to Stop, Start, Stop Worrying and Start Living, uh, the very first day, he talks about living in daytight compartments. The very first chapter, he says, the key to not worrying is to live one day at a time. And don't worry about things that may happen in the distant future. Uh, in the Bible, it said, sufficient uh, unto the day are the cares thereof. So just be concerned about what's happening today, which is under your control. The second is to get the facts. Many times we get upset or angry about something because, or we worry about something because we don't have the facts. We have a half fact or we have a partial fact. And so the first thing you do is ask what exactly has happened. And you ask the questions. And how has this happened? And what is the situation? And what's going on? And you find it is impossible to worry while you're asking questions and trying to get more information because of the law of substitution. So you focus on asking questions. And you ask several people what has happened here until you have a very clear idea, and very often you'll find there's nothing to worry about. Very often you'll find that what you thought you needed to be concerned about is really not a problem at all. In fact, you may have even had the wrong facts when you started worrying about it. The third thing you can do is use the worry buster technique. Now, the worry buster technique is one of the greatest techniques ever discovered. It's a life changer. It changes people's thinking forever. It's certainly been very helpful to me. Is uh, You define the worry situation clearly in writing. So let us say that you're having severe financial problems. Then write down clearly, my problem is that I need X number of dollars by uh, May 31st, and I only have X number of dollars, so I'm this many dollars short. In other words, get clarity about the worry situation. Many people are worried about something, but it's very vague and turbulent in the back of their mind. So when you're forced to think on paper, think on paper, think on paper, 50% of all worries are cured when you write down what you're worried about in the first place. If you're working with other people and you have three or four people in a, in, in a discussion and you're all worried about something, you say, all right, exactly what it is, what is it that we are worried about? All four will have a different definition. So all four of you are trying to solve a problem situation, and, but none of you are really clear about what it is until you write it down. So we use a flip chart or a whiteboard and write it down so everybody agrees with the definition. Once everybody agrees with the definition, often the solution just pops up. The second thing that you do with the worry buster, and coming back to yourself as an individual, is determine the worst possible outcome of the situation. We call this the YPO, the WPO, worst possible outcome. What is the worst thing that can possibly happen as a result of this worry situation? And whatever it is, you say, well, it's something you can live with. It may even be the worst possible situation is that you'll die, all right? Now, if that's the worst possible thing that can happen, no matter what, well, then what you do is you say, all right, well, if that happens, it happens. 
And so number three is you resolve to accept the worst should it occur. We run out of money by the end of the month, or I could die from an incurable illness, or the house will burn to the ground or something else. So you say, okay, if it does happen, then I will accept it. And it's interesting, resistance to a negative situation is the major cause of stress. Once you say, okay, if it happens, it happens. You know, there's that famous story about, the, about George Burns. And let me see if I can, no, 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 it wasn't George Burns, but it might as well have been George Burns. This um, older gentleman uh, goes to his doctor, he's about 80 years old, goes to his doctor and he wants to get a complete medical. And he also wants his um, fiance to get a complete medical as well before they get married. His fiance is 26. And he's about 80 years old and he's wealthy and she's 26 and obviously just a loving person. Um, <laughs> anyway, anyway, the doctor looks at this situation and, and does the medical on both of them and he says, you know, Sam, could I talk to you? I've been your doctor for many years. He said, Sam, he said, you know, Getting married at your age, you know that vigorous sexual activity can be fatal. And he says, well, he says, if she dies, she dies. <laughs> In other words, resolve to accept the worst should it occur. If she dies, she dies. Um, so, so uh, by the way, the George, George Burns' story was they were, he was 80 years old, and they said, Mr. Burns, what would you like people to be saying about you 50 years from now? What kind of legacy do you want to live? He said, well, 50 years from now, I want them to be saying, George Burns just happily celebrated his 130th birthday. <laughs> anyway, so resolve to accept the worst. The interesting thing is it's like deflating a balloon. Is Once you resolve to accept the worst, all the tension goes away. You don't have any tension, and your mind clears and goes calm. Okay, the business goes broke, it won't kill me. If the house burns down, we get another house. If they... Lose all our money, we lose all our money. In other words, just accept it. And then, number four, begin immediately to improve upon the worst. They teach this, by the way, in the universities. They call it the mini-max regret analysis. They say minimize the maximum possible regret. And so business people are taught, when they make a decision, is to say, what is the worst thing that can possibly happen here, and how can we minimize the maximum? How can we minimize the very worst thing uh, that we do? So the worry buster is very powerful. Whenever you find yourself worried, say, wait a minute, what am I worried about? What's the worst possible outcome? What's the WPO here? And if you want to help other people, there's a wonderful observation. We say you become what you think about. You also become what you teach. And one of the fastest ways to internalize these ideas so that you think this way is to teach other people. When they have a situation of concern, say exactly what it is, what is it that you are worried about. And then what's the worst that could possibly happen? And so if that were to happen, would it kill you? If the answer is no, so what could you do to improve upon the worst? J. Paul Getty was famous for saying whenever he went into a business deal, the first thing he would do is say, what's the worst possible thing that, that could happen? He said, and then make darn sure it doesn't happen. And he would have his executives make darn sure that the worst possible thing doesn't happen. So begin immediately to improve upon the worst. And sometimes by simply facing it squarely, you can solve the worry situation quickly. All right, worry is a form of negative goal setting. It's setting goals for things that you absolutely don't want to happen. Thinking and talking about what you don't want to happen. And remember the law of cause and effect, the law of attraction, law of correspondence, law of belief. All these laws are neutral. They work with devastating effect on negative goals. Just like they work with wonderful effect on positive goals. So if you're really worried about something, actually you're setting up a force field of energy to attract that 
into your life. There are some people who seem to always have bad luck. They seem to always have difficulties in their lives. But when you talk to them for five minutes, you know why. Because that's all they talk about. All they think about is possible negative things that could happen. Or negative things that have already happened that they can't do anything about, which they just keep rehashing. Six, worry is a sustained form of fear caused by indecision. One of the most powerful techniques which we've talked about is decisiveness. Make a decision. You'll learn uh, tomorrow why decisiveness is so important. But decisiveness is so powerful. It gives you so much control. And the only real antidote to worry is purposeful action. So what I want you to do is use the law of substitution. Law of substitution says get so busy working on your goals that you don't have time to worry. And the interesting thing is that if you get so busy working on a goal, minimizing the worst that can happen, soon you reach the point where you just don't worry anymore. Remember, worry is something you probably learned from a parent. One of your parents taught you to worry because they worried all the time. And they worried about little things and big things and little things and big things. And you grew up with a worldview that worried is what you do when you're an adult. And the other thing is the higher your self-esteem, the more you like yourself, the less you worry about things. People who worry about things think that if something goes wrong, it's a reflection on them. Something fails or it doesn't work out. And you have to say, no, if things just don't work out, it's not a reflection on you. Just because you fail when you try something, which is much better than trying nothing, doesn't mean that you're a failure. It means that you're a learner. Big thanks to Brian Tracy for stopping by. I got this clip from YouTube. It is entitled Brian Tracy Full Seminar. And it was a full seminar. I think that talk was about three hours and 20 minutes long, which was packed of good stuff. If you'd like to connect with him, you can go to his website, briantracy.com. His Instagram is the Brian Tracy. His YouTube is Brian Tracy Official. And his latest book is entitled Unstoppable Motivation Secrets You Need to Develop Courage, Confidence, and a Positive Mental Attitude. And if you'd like to check out the last time we've had him featured on the show, you can go back and check out episodes 342 and 455. And everything I just mentioned, along with a link to today's entire talk, will be in the show description so you can go and check that out. And after you listen to this episode, please head over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify Podcasts and follow the show, share it, or leave a rating and review. This way, we can help spread the positive messages each and every day to more and more people. All right, that is a wrap for me. I appreciate you. I hope you have a worry-free rest of your day, and I will see you back here tomorrow. So, until then, stay strong. Later.